I have a love-hate relationship with Craigslist. On the one hand, I adore poking through the online classifieds for items I don't even want. Swedish bobbin winders, chicken coops, vintage Christmas ornaments, and for enviable extravagances that I can't afford, such as the services of someone to come to my house to change the cat litter. On the other hand, I hate getting sucked into the vortex of randomly searching for weird items and unaffordable services instead of looking for what I actually need. For example, at the moment, I absolutely had to find a part-time job. I leaned back into my couch and adjusted the laptop so that it balanced comfortably on my knees. I was broke because of the cutest baby in the world, Patrick, the three-month-old son of my best friend, Adriana. One day last August, Adriana and her husband, Owen, had almost simultaneously gotten married and become parents. And since then, I'd spent a small fortune spoiling them and Patrick. Aid was staying at home with the baby while Owen, a seafood salesman, struggled to support them. Driving around Boston in a refrigerated truck, Owen delivered fish and shellfish to restaurants and tried to get new accounts. He seemed to spend as much on gas as he made on commissions. Luckier than Adriana and Owen, I had a monthly stipend that was deposited into my account, courtesy of my late Uncle Alan, but the money hadn't begun to cover the cost of my recent expenditures. As pleased as the credit card company must have been about the interest I was paying, its representatives were equally displeased with my making sporadic and late payments. The principal blame for the hideous state of my finances lay with high-end baby boutiques and the baby sections of beyond-my-means department stores. How could I resist the designer blankies, the infant activity centers, the fancy play saucers, the darling Ralph Lauren outfits, and the endless assortment of rattles? Plus, Patrick obviously needed the expensive machine that reproduced the natural sounds of the jungle, the ocean, and evening in the forest, right? Aid and Owen lived in a cramped one-bedroom apartment around the corner from mine. Patrick's room had once been, and in reality still was, a closet. Granted, it had a window and a radiator, but a closet it remained. So, the least I could do for my favorite friends was to lavish upon them everything they needed for their cherished and irresistible son, who was also my godson. My spending had a second explanation, one much less altruistic than the desire to indulge my friends. As I hated to admit, even to myself, my transformation into an especially profligate spendthrift just had to represent some sort of effort to fill the void that my boyfriend Josh had left when he'd moved to Hawaii. Yes, incredible though it still seemed, My perfect, gorgeous, charming, adorable chef boyfriend, Josh Driscoll, had up and left Boston to work as a private chef for a family in Hawaii. As of mid-September, we would have been together for a year. But instead of celebrating our anniversary with Josh, I'd spent most of September either shopping like a maniac or curled up in a ball on the couch crying my eyes out. On Adriana's wedding day, The same day that she'd given birth to Patrick, Josh had asked me to go to Hawaii with him. Dream come true, right? Well, maybe for someone else.
but I'd been heartbroken and furious at the invitation. There was no way that I wanted to leave Adriana, Owen, and their new baby. Furthermore, I was just beginning the second year of my master's degree program in social work. I hadn't exactly been a highly motivated student during my first year, but I was belatedly starting to fit in at social work school and to realize that my choice of the field had been far less random and capricious than I'd originally thought.